It's bold. It's real. It may even make you blush. But one thing is certain, it will definitely inspire you to push your limits and accelerate your business growth. You're listening to another episode of Confessions of a Barefoot Beauty Guru, and here's your host, Elle Wilson. And we are back. Welcome, everyone. Hi, Elle. Hi, Debbie. Hello, everyone. Confessions of a Barefoot Beauty Guru. I am barefoot most of the time, actually. actually. Not not at the moment, but most of the time I am. It's true, yes, and I love it. um, So, what do you want to talk about today? (laughs) We're going to talk talk actually about a a really interesting topic, which is. you know, making a, a very clear, conscious decision about how your the business model that you're running your business on. It's it's one of the things that the majority of beauty professionals never look at, mm. never even consider. You know, people talk about ideal clients. They talk about you know you've got to find your ideal client. It's true, but what about your business model? And, well, and how could you should tell look us? at what that means? Yeah, I was just about to say. Why don't like, you tell what's us? What's a business model? Because you're so good at that. Tell us what is a business model. I'm so good at you that. are. You are. You are. You are. You are. Well, a business model is. Should we go with a simplified version? Yes, please. Under thirty seconds. What do you think, girls? Well, it's Under how you 30? plan to make money. That's right. <laughs> how you're going to literally, like, so, basically, it's just how you're going to the exchange. Yeah, let's give a couple, couple of just quick examples to give an idea as to what what a business model can be you know what it means what it yeah, mean, sure. what a business model means so for some um for some companies in the world their business model is to have the the cheapest prices and the biggest range yep we speak about that right? every now and again in our podcast don't we like the, have we? the amazon oh. jeff bezos you know um dan murphy in australia yeah you know like they're the cheapest lowest price Probably Walmart in America, Walmart. I would say. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's like a business model. So applied to applied to a salon, what does that look like? Looks like you're trying to be everything to everyone, and and you're you're constantly discounting, and you're constantly got the cheapest prices around. And for what one one perception gap that I think exists is that it's very very different. That business model can be very powerful and work depending on you must have very very deep pockets yep which gives you and be be uh, have have some competitive advantage to be able to acquire um, uh, goods at a cheaper price than anyone else can because of the volume that you're purchasing because of how you're set up and so what you're actually saying is that that business model the reason that we don't promote that recommend it it's with, very you know, bad it's very for bad a, for, for a salon, it's because yeah. they're leveraging time for money and it's you're not really looking at a, that that business model that discount model is exceptional for high volume when you're doing it's so like much Aldi. turnover Aldi think about that exactly think, think about Ikea so, sort of a little bit of that maybe so in a way the, the reason that we made a conscious decision to stay away from discounting with when we're mentoring coaching young girls in Truebrow is purely because we are you know when you look at the beauty industry um, and you look at what beauty professionals are actually doing they're leveraging time for money it's a really dumb and bad idea yeah you haven't got 200 salons around the country and got some huge 
you know, negotiating power to get in retail products at cheaper than anyone else can and I'm starting be to feel a bit to... weird. Wait, sorry, Toby, Toby. Yeah. What did I just say? It's a really dumb and stupid... Did I say that? Yeah, yeah I actually think that. I'm, I, you know, I'm just not sugarcoating it at the moment. I just want to say it as it is. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that if you're discounting that you're dumb and stupid. <laughs> I'm just saying that the idea that that's going to get you where you want to go is it's like I want you to rethink it I want you to to actually look at that and go why am I doing that why would I not choose a business model like being in demand that's a whole a whole discussion in and of itself we could go into the details of the the financial impact of that and what what the financial model of a someone looks like who um, tries to achieve that and the struggles that that brings but maybe for another time I guess yeah because I think that right now what we're really focusing on is you know, why, I, I know that you were going to ask me a question, actually. Yeah, I was. Well, first, I hadn't just, I hadn't finished going. Oh, really? So, oh, so yeah, that's sorry. one, <laughs> so that's one type of business model. What's another, yes. you know? Well, referral is the business model. Yeah, you a could referral. just focus just on that. So your whole business is dedicated to that. It's also, there's also a difference between, um, um, it partially relates to someone's, sort of personality type and strengths as to how they, which business model they would choose also. Absolutely, yeah, because some... Because some people... Yeah, go on, sorry. Well, some people can be... You're interrupting me all the time. I don't know why I'm doing that. That's okay. I'm still in my mind, I'm I'm, I'm actually still thinking about the explosion we had in our home last night when we were, you were heating up your yummy spelt pie. It was a vegan. um, It was a vegan, just (laughs) just great. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, and and you opened up the oven door, and all of a sudden the dish just exploded throughout the in my hand house in your hand, yeah, burnt you yeah. a little bit, and even cut you. And cut I'm just kind of I'm so sorry. I, I just actually yeah. was you're talking, and I'm looking at you, and I'm thinking how close I survived. <laughs> Whilst we're talking about business, I, I'm so sorry. Girls, this was a high quality, I think, Pyrex or you know, glass oh, so really? oven dish, right? Yeah. Like, like it's built for baking. I want anyone. And it want, comes out of the oven. You know what I actually want? I want if, if, if it, have you experienced that ever? Like, have you ever had a dish, a glass, like you know, proper oven dish, just explode as you were taking it out of the oven? Because I that can't. I just I'm so I'm trying to focus on business models <laughs> it just keeps coming it's, up it's not Tell a good business model if you sell don't do that, like that. Yeah, that's don't right do that. yeah. that's right not good not good but anyway sorry i'm sorry so some people you. may say for example i am um i'm i'm very very astute with numbers and analytics and figures and i'm very um highly operationally focused i have that ability and i also have a very strong um, skills in marketing I can do that very well and yet I'm not really good with people I'm not really good at shy, selling I'm, I'm I'm a little bit I don't like that more some introverted people, yeah mm. some people may choose a business model where they've they build sort of larger teams and they aren't actually client facing they don't yeah. actually even do many which treatments is a, a real which thing. is yeah, and, and it's, it's a completely different business model, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's the one, like, like then there's the classic what what we sort of like to advocate in Truebrow and how how we sort of encourage and we achieve success through, which is in demand. 
Yeah, it's actually choosing. Demand. It's actually choosing. It's actually eliminating the marketing need. It's, well, it it's sort of eliminating of the burden. The burden of having to of yeah. ha- having to do that. No, I think it also eliminates um, so much more than that. It eliminates the marketing. It, it eliminates extra learning that isn't really where your sweet spot is. So it allows you to, it brings more rewards because you're, you know, when you're in demand, come on girls, that feels so good. No one can deny that. You know, when everybody wants you and they're knocking down your door and you're charging $125 for a design, $250 for a design. For example, if I was to ever open up again, never say never, I'm not going to do it, but never say never. You know, I'm, that, that's my model, right? It's like, you don't pay that, you don't, I don't do your brows. That's okay, it doesn't matter because you're gonna be actually honing in because the skill set's so high, you're gonna be honing in on the people that want the absolute very, very best. So it's kind of like, it really is an in-demand model that eliminates, well, it's a, go ahead. It's a skill-based. Skill-based, mm. like basically, you know, like you are the best. And your the visible results that you are producing. Now, this could also be with not just brows; it could be with uh, skin. You know, like being honing in on you know like acne, like micro niching, and having you know you're the actual specialist, the absolute specialist in your location for visible results with your clients that come to you because they're struggling with breakouts and acne. And however, skin. it can't be a marketing claim, right? It can't be. It needs to be real. You need to be able to actually deliver. Oh, well, it's not standing results. up saying, okay, well, I'm the best of this. Uh, you have to actually be able to do something that all the other salons aren't able to do. So it's visible Otherwise, results. It's I'm just, just coming a, back to that. I don't yeah. know. What, yeah, that's, I'll just say that one more time. Visible results, girls. And that means that you want your befores and you want your afters. It's a little bit like a cosmetic surgeon. You know, when you go to a website of a plastic surgeon and you're seeing, you know, there's someone with like, saggy jowls or something in the before does happen as you get older just saying right it's all going to happen you can do your best but and then the after is this just like perfect you know like no jowls so it's kind of in a way it it, it's that's what we're we're talking about we're talking about the visible results that's what makes us in an in-demand salon um and still being paid top dollar so we feel good inside of ourselves. We know that we're producing something that other salons are not producing. And there's a reward in that. There's also like a, 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 a personal reward, um, not an egoic one, because that's when everything starts going out the window, you know, I, I think anyway, when you start getting into that egoic kind of, you know, I'm the best. It really, it, it can't be like that. There's got to be this incredible humility because you are extending and you're helping someone. You're actually in demand because of, the, the high quality work that only can come from someone that is humble and um, and always constantly learning and devoting their, their devoting their time not to learning how to advertise on Facebook and Instagram um, but really devoting their time to becoming um, masterful at something and and that really shows and people want that they want that they love saying that I go to the best so and it's the key, kind of, a key component of that is um, consistency, right? Oh, that's huge. Like, I know you were going to ask me about when I had my businesses, yeah. but I'm, I'm asking myself. I'll just say it. Do, do as you long as say you it? answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're having a funny day today. But I, I think that, you know, for me, when I, when I, I did that, it didn't, I didn't do it on purpose. 
Like now with the two-brow strategy, we're doing this on purpose for people, right? We are because we've developed the entire strategy. The thing, yeah. But but the but back then it was sort of something that was that happened for me, and I just couldn't believe it. Like I I have to say, all right, this is a confession because this is a confession of the barefoot beauty guru, right? So let's get let's get down to it. I have to confess. By, by nature, or by, in my personality, not by nature, I'll take scrap that out, but in my personality, I can be quite competitive. I have that, I have a, a very, a sort of alpha kind of personality where I, I am, I'm competitive. You know, I pay Monopoly, we play Monopoly deal and I, I really want to beat you every time. Like, I not literally... Not yeah. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> and then there's times when I win and you go, oh, I'm so happy that you won and I think, what's wrong with him? Like, is there something going on here? I'm only kidding. I do love it when he wins sometimes. But I have... Sometimes. I'm competitive. <laughs> so... I because I know that and I don't necessarily like to um, move in that in that way in the world because I don't find it fulfilling or rewarding in any way I don't like focusing on other people and I really like to mind my own business and just focus on what I do best and do it better than anyone for me not because I want to win I'm not that kind of you know, want to win. It's it's not like that, and I don't I don't I don't ever like even in True Brow we don't really have competitions and things like that. You know, we, um, yeah. Anyway, so because of that, I think what what happened for me when all of a sudden I was in demand, and I, it actually eliminated my competition, and it, it what it did for me internally is it gave me this peace. Like I didn't have to go into that competitive side of my nature that I really don't enjoy. I don't, I'm not judging it or I don't think it's good or bad or I don't have an opinion about it except that I don't enjoy really being in it because it's very stressful. And I know that a lot of salons and salon owners um, do that. You know, they're very competitive and they think that that's the only way. But for me, it's I was... often born out of fear. Well, yes, like that there's something outside of you that you have to beat. But what I loved with what the the whole in-demand business model um, is all about, what I loved about that was that I I could just let that go. And all I did, the only thing I was competing with was the the brow that I did before you know what what did I create just a moment ago and could I do it better and and I just and that's that's the sort of that's the sort of thing that we teach and that's why I love that so much because you're peaceful and and yes you know you're gonna hit some walls while you're learning and becoming exceptional but they're your walls you know you're not involving other people You, you know you're out of that whole gossipy kind of horrible oh, arena of competition that's out there in the world you just that's eliminated you don't have to be doing the best ads to attract people and and in a way ads are you know they're a touch and go they can be quite disempowering you've always got to be learning at the cutting edge and da, da, da. i just I think, none of that really was a joy for me i think so. part of the part of the burden that the marketing burden that lands on a business owner is born out of not having a, a powerful meaningful difference in the marketplace no, so what happens with that yeah. is that like you talk about advertising, we want to place an advertisement. We are we are burdened with the fact that we have to try and make something sound more exciting and more attractive 
than anything else that's available in the marketplace when we don't necessarily have anything that is highly differentiated. So then that becomes a burden, it becomes a difficulty to actually um, um, to really do that and communicate that effectively. Whereas when, if we look at the reason why someone is paying us money in the first place, and if, if we have a meaningful difference and a standout skill that is in direct directly delivers on that reason then it's just the most powerful thing because it's actual it's not about the messaging it's not about the presentation it's not about all of the different things that encompass sort of marketing it's got this authentic cut through it just cuts through the noise yeah and i think that what that does is that it, it also it, as i said before for me it and for the, for our girls it's such a beautiful, rewarding feeling inside of you when you know you have this confidence and you have this, like for me, I've always had this love for people. Um, you could say that I'm an extrovert and then on, on one level I'm very shy and no one believes me, but it's true. Um, but I have this, this inherent love for people and, and uh, I, I guess in a way too, this is interesting, I'm learning a little bit about myself while I'm speaking about this, so this is really confession time. I also um, always want to deliver the best. Like I, I'm my own, um, I keep myself at a very high standard internally. So for me, it's not good enough to just deliver average. I would never be satisfied with that. I would never be satisfied with trends, fads, quick fixes for my clients. And, and actually, when I look back at all of the historically, everything that I ever had in my salon, I never, ever had you know, things on the counter that I was selling that were just little quick fixes or I never really did that actually. I, everything that I that I brought into the salon, and again, this was part of my model, part of my brand, was just deeply meaningful for the other person because I can't trick myself. I could never trick myself. I could never say, well, you know, I can sell that, but I wouldn't use it. It had to be the best, whether it was a product, whether it was a service. And I think that that built incredible trust too. So my model and my brand and my model really became about I was the trusted source. Like people would come to me and ask me. They wouldn't tell me what they wanted. They wouldn't come to me and say, oh, I want to have, you know, this. I want to have, uh, I don't know, whatever. Think of something. I was so long ago now, but, you know, a service. They would come and they'd say, what do you think about this service? You know, could you help me? Like I saw it in a magazine. They'd never come and tell me. They would always use me as their trusted source. Again, I think that is part of being the very best at one thing, not everything. You don't have to be the very best at everything. Like for me, you know, brows were, became my thing and I was in high demand for brows. And, but then I did a whole lot of skin. We did a whole lot of skin, didn't we? Which we lo I loved that. It was a huge part of what I did and incredible, a lot of waxing, lots and lots of waxing. But I just, I think that what, what's really key here is that when, when internally you make a decision, a conscious decision um, about your business model, it, it's linked in with your brand, isn't it? How is it linked in with that, Toby? Can you share with us how that's linked in? Well, I see the, the business model is more of the um, decided structure, the mechanics of, of, of how, how the business will operate and deliver value to the marketplace. How will it go about, about doing that and about acquiring new clients and servicing them and so on, whereas the brand is the more the personality side. What are the values 
that it stands for what are the the whole visual representation the Mm -hmm. whole the whole meaning behind that a little bit more and the messaging and you know and the why like why would people come to me instead of going somewhere else I think that's really key so the whole in demand model for me I I love and I know you're the same and I know that we love that we get to share that with as a as a real strategy yeah with um with our community and and i would suggest that you know you don't have to be in our community to consider the in-demand model like really think about it inside of your salon what do you love doing the best if for example it's lashes well then you want to be able to visibly be the expert you want to be able to have those before and those afters and you want to be able to not only show before and afters you want to also give tips you want to make sure that you are really seen as that trusted source of uh in your location that expert on lashes and then in the mind of the customer which is what the most important it's mm-hmm. the golden little what do you say the you golden say? real estate the golden real estate yeah in the mind of your of your your prospects in your location you know they're just going to say oh yeah she's great you know she's the one oh, i've seen her lashes because she's got all these great tips so even if it's skin even if it's tanning even if it's nails i mean we talk about brows because that's what we do all day in day in day out right that's yeah and thing. you think about the business model it's actually part of your strategy and you think about well okay what is what is a business strategy you know, what is that? You want a business strategy? How do we come up with it? What is it? And it's basically, um, it's choice. It's actualizing choice. That's what a strategy is. I'm going, to, I'm going to choose that I am going to do this and not do this. I'm saying yes to one thing and no to another. That's how we build our strategy. We can't do it by not knowing and wishy-washing around and sort of thinking we're going to be doing everything. We're going to be a generalist or sort of changing our our direction to and fro consistently it's it really is making a a choice that to us as the business owner is 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 meaningful and then sticking with that and instantiating that and and it's it's a little bit like being firm on the vision and flexible on the detail I want to just say one thing. I mean, girls might be thinking to themselves, you know, I wonder do I have to be an extrovert to be in demand? And I want to say a definite no 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 you do not have to be an extrovert you do not have to be an introvert this is a model the in-demand model really is a model where skill based is skill based Mm -hmm. and it's 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 results based so it really is about what you are able to um to visibly uh share with the marketplace you know what can you really show them so again, going back to the plastic surgeon, you know, before, after, um, you know, reviews, people, testimonials, you know, that people saying, you know, I've never felt better. I feel amazing. I get compliments for my ex- example, brows all the time or skin. If someone was suffering so badly from, you know, very dehydrated, flaky, terrible skin. And, you know, that could be your micro niche. You know, are you feeling that you're prematurely aging? I don't think that's actually a really good politically correct word anymore premature aging i think they call it something no. else i'm a bit behind anyway whatever it's called i still call it premature aging but i don't think it's politically correct anymore um is that because of politicians no nothing to do with look the, like they're aging no. <laughs> <laughs> i just don't think it's the right thing i think they go they say pro 
pro uh, something pro aging or something right. yeah something right. like that but anyway it doesn't really matter you girls know what i'm talking about so so basically whatever it is you want to be able to to display that show that um show the before show the after and uh, and then tips tips are really important you know like also in your social platforms you know really put these tips out like be that that expert stand stand your ground you don't have to do videos if you're an introvert you can do great little posts you can use canva canva's fantastic you can do great stories using mojo awesome mojo's awesome um uh, or story art or canva's got story little story templates you can do anything but make everything that you're sharing on your social meaningful you know give give your audience value so when they're clicking on a they're looking at a story they're learning something they're thinking about something they think oh wow they remember it later it, that's really important isn't it like it's not like you're just mm. doing you're creating what? these amazing results and you you know you're in demand you also want to you want to stand out from the perspective of being that trusted source of um, information what if we were just to call it aging are you still thinking about that we don't judge it. We don't say it's premature. We, we don't say that it's pro. Yeah, we that's just, actually true. We just say aging. Actually, that's really funny. Premature aging is really weird, isn't it? Because how can anyone determine when aging is premature? I mean, everyone would age differently, wouldn't they? Yeah. So that's like a really, that's a really silly word, isn't it? Well, it's Where a bit did of a marketing from? word, I think. But we actually believed it. So look at me. I actually, I, I, I believe that. I use that all the time. It's secondhand knowledge. Marketers, they're so yeah. good, aren't they? They're so Let's good. just call it aging. Let's just call it aging. Mm. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, everyone, we got that. That's important. So, what, how are we going to wrap up? Uh, wrap up today. How are we going to wrap up for everyone? Well, we we'll need go a business through a model. whole litany of business models, but I don't know that. I, th- I think that. Uh, yeah, I don't know that that's relevant right now. I think what. I think that. Yep. Oh, go on. I'm no, doing no. it again. You Why go. am I interrupting? Go girl. I've, I don't know. I've got all this energy. Go girl. I, I just want to say that um, today we really wanted to speak about the one particular business model, which was the in-demand one. I think we should then go through the referral one, which in-demand, you know, is a bit referral-based, but I want to... Oh, you've got a great story about the referral one that you have to share, that you've shared in other platforms, and I'd love you to share that story. You know, the one about the dentist. That's so cool because that really actually um, shows girls how they can take control, you know. And, and then what's another? So there's referral. There's our in-demand one. What, did, what was the other one we spoke about? Well, we spoke about the, the operational focus, the, the, where the, the owner of the business is not on the tools, is not customer-facing. The focus is on have been very skilled at marketing and been very skilled at administrational yep. management of the business. Yep. So yep. you're operationally very um, strong and sound yep. in, in the way that you do it. And any others that you want to throw in? Because I think that what we need well, to there's do... There's lots of them. We'll, we don't have to go through them all now. I think that what we need to do is actually maybe even just have a podcast on business models specifically you know, maybe separating a few and, and pulling them apart and going in. And some stage, yeah. Wouldn't that be fantastic? So mm-hmm. that the girls can actually really start thinking and exploring. And even if you're writing the centre, this is not for startups. You could be writing the centre of your business right now. You might have been running it for 10 years and all of a sudden you think, you know what, I need something different. I need to ramp up. I need to to change what I'm doing. I feel like I'm in a rut. And you might actually completely shift. It also depends what your end game is. 
I mean, is oh, my is my end game to 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 build this to sell it, or is my end game to build it and um, you know use it as a, a source of cash flow over a long period of time? Is my aim to just not have have the most leastful stressful business I can possibly have because I want the lifestyle I want? So you structure it around that. Um, yeah, that's it, my favorite. It kind of really does depend that's, on that's what, actually the, my favorite. What, what the end game is. That's my favorite, and I think the reason for that is is because women have so many things to do, and I've seen too many beauty professionals burn out. I've seen them absolutely, you know, like work themselves into the ground, and uh, in the end, they, all the joy around their businesses is gone. You know, they, they become Come these... Come face-to-face between the difference between a, an idea and, and, and kind of the reality of that. Yeah, there is that, and also just you know driving themselves too hard and 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 forgetting why they started in the first place, and all of a sudden it's all about um, it's all about something else. So we want to make sure that that doesn't happen to you, and if it has happened, you know what? It doesn't really matter because you have an opportunity at any point in your t- in your life, any point in your business uh, and time in your business life to actually rearrange all of that. You are the boss here. You are the one that went into a business so that you could be in charge. You can be as creative as you want and you can uh, change your traject. What is that word? Trajectory. That's the one. The trajectory, uh, at any time and, um, and start to flow again. You know, the flow is a really beautiful word. It's a word that we use in true brow so much when we're talking about even the creation of the brow, how you are in your business. Flow is a very, very powerful word universally and it's a principle in a way because what it means is instead of actually being up against so much, you're actually moving with the the synchronicity of your inner beautiful flow and uh, so much more to talk about when it comes to that word. Mm. I want to thank you all so much for being with us again today. We hope that you have taken away something that you can think about, implement, ask us about. It's always good for the guys to ask us anything. Any questions Con- at all, yeah, of you course. You can contact us via, go find Toby. He's around. He's on social platforms. You can even uh, email support at truebrow.com or you can find me anywhere I'm you like. I'm not even sure if people can find me, to be honest. I think my profile might be hidden to, to only my friends, but I'm not sure. Are these people not your friends? What does that mean? Well, if they connect with you, then they can send me a friend request and we'll be friends. <laughs> <laughs> Are you being secretive? Uh, thank you so much, everyone. Have a glorious, glorious week. We will be back. Um, I'll be back with this lovely man once again uh, next week talking about different, exciting, amazing things. Have a great week, everyone. Take care. Bye.